Shabbat Shalom, everyone. The Parsha is all about holiness. But Diane, what does it mean? What does the word even mean? Deb, what do you, what does it even, the holiness even mean? It's like one of those words that's like the li linguistic equivalent of bod being for apples. You kind of think that you have a shot at it, but when you put your face in the water, you never get it. How do you define what holiness is? It's the central question of the Parsha. It's the first line of it. You be holy. Kiddoshim tihiyu. Because I, Hashem, your God, am holy. And the Ishbitzer Rebbe teaches that the word holy, at least in part, means to be separate, to be apart. Okay, I don't exactly get it. Not exactly sure what it means. But it does remind me of a story. I want to tell you about Rabbi Aaron of Carlin. Rabbi Aaron of Carlin was one of the students of the Magid of Medrich and one of the most brilliant orators in Jewish history. You don't know about him because he died at the age in his early 30s, I think at 33. But he was such a compelling speaker that he would speak for hours on end, four or five hours, and people would stay entirely captivated. And let me remind you, there was no Netflix. I mean, this is what they had, you know. Anyways, the Magid sent Rabbi, Karon, Rabbi Aaron out to spread the good word of Hasidus all over Eastern Europe. And one day, Rabbi Aaron comes to a shtetl that has a very famous Ishkadosh, a holy man, of whom they're very proud. Now, this man was a parush. He was an ascetic. He lived out in the woods by himself. He drew his own water and chopped his own wood and baked his own bread. And he kept his interactions with the society around him at the bare minimum to keep body and soul together. The rest of his time he spent in contemplation of the Holy Torah and of the eternal secrets. The village was very proud of this man who never spoke to them. And one day, Rabbi Aaron shows up in the shtetl. Shabbos morning comes, and he mounts the bima and starts to speak. And people who come for mincha, he's still speaking about Shabbat morning. And people who come for havdalah when Shabbat leaves, he's still speaking about Shabbat afternoon. But so talented a preacher was he that nobody left. The first Shabbat, the place was packed to the rafters. The second Shabbat, people stood outside of the shul to hear him preach. The third Shabbat, people from towns all the way over started coming from to, to, to hear him. And the big question on everyone's mind, because obviously rabbinics is a competitive sport, was, was the holy man going to come? Not the first Shabbos, nor the second nor the third. But on the morning of the fourth Shabbat, the doors to the shul open and in walks this Ish Kadosh, this ascetic, this holy man. And you could have heard a pin drop. Rabbi Aaron mounts the belamer, the pulpit, to speak and says one sentence. 
he who does not get better, he who does not improve, gets worse and sits back down to the consternation of everybody in the room. The guy is a marathon preacher. I mean, he's setting world records for how long a person can talk. And one sentence, even for me, you want to hear more than one sentence. And with all the hubbub and the buzz of people whispering about what was happening, the Yisha Kadosh, the holy man, gets up and he walks up to Rabbi Aaron and he grabs him by the arms and he says, your words are tearing me apart. Because it turns out in all of his holiness in the forest and all of his going to find himself there, it turns out that he lost his way. In all of his separateness and all of his devotion, something profound was missing. And when you don't get better, when you don't grow, well, the truth is the opposite of growing is dying. There's no such thing as standing still, not in life, not in spirit. It's 7.40, and I've kept you here in shul long enough already. It's a beautiful night outside. But if we had more time, I would want to know, what's the moral of this story to you? What does it say about holiness? I'll offer just one thought. You know, we've all got the fantasy. We've all got the dream. The farm that we're going to escape to, we're going to plant and be happy even though we know nothing about agriculture, moving to Costa Rica, right? That pied-a-terre in Paris, moving to Costa Rica, it's a big one in our family. Even more than that, we go on retreats, we step aside, we invest in ourselves for time. We go to find our bodies in yoga, to find our hearts in Torah, to find our minds in lectures. You know, part of being holy is setting yourself apart for a while so that you can deepen and grow. But the thing about the dance of holiness is that it's a two-step. Because if you only remain apart, but you never come back to be a part of what we're doing here, of what we're doing now, you've missed the point. So I say to all of you, go, sink yourself deep, disconnect from the world, find the holiness you seek, the seclusion, the contemplation the depth of knowledge, jump in up to your necks, but come back. Baruch atah Baruch atah Blessed are you in your going and your coming. And always remember that the dance of holiness, two steps, Shabbat Shalom.